0: everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and of course, I'm joined as always with my co-hosts Darian Smith and Jimmy Marion. And it's the final football game week of the 2023 season as UAB will travel down to Denton, Texas to take on the North Texas Mean Green. Kickoff is slated for 1 o'clock p.m. Central Time. The game will be streamed on ESPN Plus. And guys, it's kind of hard to hard to believe that this is finally, you know, this 2023 season is coming to an end. Um I know it's been a roller coaster of a season for this staff and this team. Um but you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit on our uh Temple recap that this is still a really good opportunity for UAB to, you know, kind of take momentum into the uh 2024 season. Uh, Jimmy, wouldn't you say so? Like, Hey, this is still, uh, Hey, bowl game's not going to happen, but it's still (laughs) a good opportunity for you.
1: Yeah, man. The thing that I'm considering is I think this win getting three out of the last four, uh, wins to end the season, getting that first road victory. If we were able to do that, the word I've been thinking about is swagger. Like I think that's going to give the coaching staff some swagger, uh, going into the uh, signing day, you know, feeling confident about the way that they ended the season, giving the players some confidence. Uh, you know, Trent's talked a lot about seeing the results happen. Uh, you know, whether it be in the most recent win, because you know they're they're doing so many things well in practice, right? But actually seeing the results on the field uh, on Saturdays and getting some wins and just increasing that confidence for the players, for the staff, for the recruits that are considering coming to UAB. Um, for the fans, for everybody, it'd be pretty big. Uh, and you're able to get that AAC record uh, to 500 overall. That'd be four and four. So, and then, you know, not to even mention the fact that this is a lot of the seniors. I know we just had senior day at home, right? But this is a lot of the guys like Skull, uh, who are going to have one more opportunity to ball out uh, in a UAB uniform. Uh, and so hopefully this week we'll be able to end because there certainly is, to answer your question, John, plenty to play for.
2: Yeah, I think. I think you want to prove to yourself, uh, especially all the players that's coming back, that you can win on the road, that you're capable. Something we haven't been able to do all year, and uh, to do it to a team. This is a good team. This team is like the Spider-Man meme, like looking at each other, pointing at each other. It's very identical teams. Like they have, they have talent. They're young. Um, I believe it's going to be a good test. If we can, if we can end on this note, it'll be five and seven. It'll be one win away from that from that great that great team that we had last year that, that underachieved. Um so it's you know, through all the ups and downs and complaints, we have the we have an opportunity to 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 have a lot look to look forward to going forward. Um especially with all the recruits that that we have coming in and the red shirts. Uh, we have a lot. We just have a lot going. I, I think this game is important. I I really do for, for our prospects for next year. So hopefully the guys do, too. And I, I know they do. I know they want to win. School has said that. And um, I hope we can go in and prove something to ourselves, uh, especially the staff.
0: Yeah, well said, Darren. And I mean, yeah, for folks that haven't realized, I mean, UAB, like, like Darren just said, UAB has not won on the road at all this year. Um, so, you know, Trent Dilfer in his press conference uh, this morning talked about how they're, again, changing up stuff, flight schedule and what they're doing this week in in, in preparation for heading to Denton Saturday. So um, this is an important, important week for this team and staff to, you know, try to get the dub and in on a high note. And hey, if you get five wins. That's more than what Vegas expected. You get the you hit the over at five wins um so definitely a lot to play for in
1: this ball game on saturday john there was a lot of people that felt really confident about the under on that four and a half since y'all some youtube clips in the offseason i said look at these guys nothing would make me happier than to be taking a look back at those receipts that were saved of everybody that didn't just say hey it's a good bet but it was a guaranteed bet. The under four and a half, easy play. I want those people to eat their words this Saturday.
0: Hey, you know those same people are uh, sweating heading into this Saturday. And Jimmy, hey,
2: we keep those receipts, don't we? That's we right. Keep <laughs> <laughs> um, I so, Darren, so, you so, so if we do if we do if we do win this game, I need I, the next pod, I just need to play all of them. Like I need I need a yes. like we need to just cut up and we need them played because people forget outside of our fan base how this down we was looked upon, especially on um, national media. They just talked about us it. like, what what's going on? This is a train. This is like, it was bad. Like train wreck, whatever dumps are fired, whatever you could, whatever you could say negative about UAB, they piled home. So it's funny because it's like, oh, you guys still under 500, but no, y'all don't understand. Y'all they expected us to win one, maybe two games. Um, they talked about us so bad, so I need everything just play it. anything we can file, I need it played, and I just, I just, you know, just let it play out. That's
0: all. Hundred percent. Well, guys, uh, before we get started and preview this game, um, we do. Um, I, I had the opportunity to come on Sanoya Valente's uh, North Texas uh, College Football Show called the Main Green Show on YouTube. That should be coming out any day. Um, so definitely check his stuff out if you have not already. Darian went on there last, you know, he's been on there. I've been on there a couple times in the past year. So Sonoy does a great job uh, with that program. So check them out. Um, check out Mingree Nation. I mean, they're, they're North Texas is blessed, but they have a lot of uh, podcasts and, and you know, podcasts. Um, media outlets that cover that team. So um definitely a lot to look for this week if you're a UAB fan wanting a viewpoint on from the other side. Um, but guys, let's get into this game. Again, Saturday at 1 o'clock PM Central Time is kickoff. Uh UA, this is the eighth overall meeting between these two programs. And UAB owns the series six to one. The long loss was the first year in the return 2017. And whew, I don't know if folks remember that game in Denton, but UAB almost pulled up the upset at the end of that game, you know, coming back from, I think it was like 20 points down, something like that. Like, it was, it was crazy at the end. But, yeah, UAB has dominated this series 6-1. Uh, to one. Um, As Darian mentioned earlier, very kind of identical teams. Um, you know, North Texas has a first-time head coach with Eric Morris, obviously UAB Trent Dilfer. Offense, a lot of great young talent, um, but inexperienced talent that lends to making mistakes oftentimes, um, but a really good quarterback. And I guess let's start with the offense and look at that quarterback with Rodgers. I mean, guys, I feel like every week we say, man, this is the best quarterback UAB's place. This is the best quarterback UAB's faced." You pop on the film of Rodgers. I mean, this is a true duel threat quarterback um it does say that in the, yeah <laughs> um but it is i mean there are so many different uh so many talented offenses in the american athletic conference but Rodgers is a a damn good quarterback and when you put on the film like and he doesn't make as many exp- many mistakes as to you know an ej warner often does you know that uab faced last week in temple and uab was able to force him into some mistakes Um, but Darren, you know, kind of when you put on the North Texas film, what stands out to you with Rogers and his gameplay, or if you want to just talk and for talk overall about the North Texas offense?
2: Well, I think what, what stands out for Rogers is he has good pieces around him. You know, I think he has good running backs. I think he has good receivers I do think their offensive line is questionable, but one can say the same about this. This is why I say it's like the Spider-Man meme. We point at each other because it's kind of the same recipe. Uh you got good receivers, you got you got good backs and even even with uh Jacob's down, we still Lee Bebe looks really good, you know. Of course we got school and we got Lee Witherspoon, we got Demetrius Battle like. So we have a lot of running backs and they, they're good, they're good there too. I do think you can get after him, um rushing the passer, but they have a good quarterback. Quarterback that's really similar to our quarterback. He can throw it, he can run it. He's not like who's a he's not like it's a different type of run. It's not the the Byron Brown type of. Um, that's what I want to do. I want to spread out and use my speed. He's not that. He's a I'm athletic enough, you know, to make something happen. If it break down, if you if you don't contain me, I can I can get loose on you. So it's not. It's a, it's a different type of run than um than Brown from USF, but he can make the throws, especially if you give him time. You can force him into those mistakes um, if you can get after that if you can get after that O line. I think that's the point that you have to get to. But their balanced offense. It's not all about Rogers. I think the thing about with Warner was it was all about him. He was the offense. Like they didn't have a run game, the offensive line, and then. They, it ain't like they had an offensive line that was just so good and pass protect we was able to get after them you know um so if you have one good quarterback but you're not he's not surrounded by what he needs to succeed then you can attack that well North Texas has uh, better equipped Rodgers, especially with the weapons um and they are way more balanced so they can play action right like they have two they just had two rushers over 100 yards last game. Against Tulsa, they can run the ball. They don't have to lean on Rogers, so um, it's going to be interesting to see because we're we're built the exact same way on offense, and uh, we're balanced. We can win in multiple ways. They can too. So this is going to be a interesting matchup, and it's a, it's a true test for our defense because which way are they going to attack us? Because we're not statistically, we're not good in a run game um versus neurone so i don't know man they they got the weapons to attack us from all sorts of areas and this is going to be a real test to see if this team has really improved like we think they have they showed that they improved against navy that they they showed that they improved against temple their best defensive outing over the year um we saw some personnel changes is it real well this is a good test to see
1: yeah, Rogers has been impressive. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, he actually transferred in from Louisiana, Monroe, and he did not start out the year as North Texas' starter. He took over uh, the starting role, and North Texas has been pretty good since he took over. So, their record is four and five, but they were competitive in four out of those five losses. They lost to Navy by three, Tulane by a touchdown, Memphis by three, UTSA by eight, and their one. Big loss was to SMU. I believe that was actually in Denton by 24 SMU's dang good this year. Uh, You compare that to UAB uh, somewhat along the same stretch. We've played UTSA. We lost by 21 Memphis. We lost by 24. We know we didn't have Zeno and uh, we lost to Navy on the road by 25. So there's been, you know, a little bit more of that point differential uh, in some of those matchups. So I've been impressed with Rogers. Um, You know, he, one difference, so you guys are definitely right about the similarities offensively and the firepower, but one de- difference to me is definitely um, Rodgers attacking uh, opponents deep. You know, um, you know when you look at some of those uh, statistics, I mean, he's definitely throwing the deep ball, and he's got uh, seven, I think I was looking at this morning, seven receivers uh, that have had at least 20 receptions that are averaging over 10 yards per catch. So they're burning people deep. And uh, Darian mentioned that play action. It's it's actually really impressive that they've got two running backs that aren't getting a ton of carries, um, but they're averaging. One of them's averaging over seven yards a carry. Uh, the other's averaging close to six yards a carry too. Um, but they're not getting a ton of action, so those those are split carries, um, and they're obviously more focused on passing the ball. Um, when you look at them, you know, run versus pass. Under 50%, so right at 47% of their plays are rushes. Uh, but they're actually averaging over five yards a carry, and that's 12th in all of FBS. Um, so pretty impressive. And then one other statistic about them offensively that I found interesting is that um, their red zone scoring percentage is essentially 90%, uh, which is really good. And you compare that to UAB offensively, is at 74% red zone scoring percentage this year, which is ranked 120th in FBS. So both of these teams are going to rack up yards. Uh, but one thing that North Texas has done th- this season thus far is they've been uh, taking advantage of those red zone opportunities more so than UAB has thus far.
2: I just want to mention one thing real quick. It was it's two things you just talked about the red Zone offense. and it's funny, but because I, I feel like we found something that last game. It got all the way to this point, but. How we were able to run the ball with uh BB and Demetrius battle. You can tell the difference there in the red zone. I think that really helps out in the red zone. And then um you was talking about throwing the ball deep. Well, we saw Zeno and we saw him take a couple of shots last game. Of course, we had that big play to Milliner. Um, I believe we did have the uh the pass interference onto John Palmer at one time, and we took a couple more shots deep. So I think I like I really like the play call in last game. A lot better I think we mixed it up more and it's um, I, I want to see if those things carry over and um, see if we can even out those statistical disadvantages right there yeah well said guys um, but yeah
0: those backs that you are talking about Adaway and Adeye both very explosive backs you know they don't get a whole lot of credit uh, a whole lot of carries but I mean, UAB just can't sit back and try to defend that pass because if we back the safeties off and guys give cushion, I mean, they're just going to run the ball straight up, you know, with both of those backs. And that's kind of what I saw a little bit in the Tulsa game and why both of them had over 100 yards rushing in the Tulsa game. And that was why a good reason why North Texas was able to escape with a W um, in Oklahoma, in Tulsa. Um, But yeah, Jimmy mentioned it too. Like, UAB is going to give up yards in this ballgame. I mean, you know, I don't care how much the defense has improved. This is still an explosive North Texas offense, you know, that we're going to see Saturday. But can you bend but not break in the red zone? Can you force them to have a couple of field goal attempts? I mean, that that's going to be a win in this ballgame for UAB. And conversely – can UAB score touchdowns or can you just score in the red zone? You know, like, like Jimmy mentioned, you know, that statistically speaking, when UAB enters the red zone, I mean, it's not always a guarantee. Now, a lot of that is to, you know, being aggressive, going for it a lot, you know, all fourth down in the red zone and uh, missing some field goal kit, field goals. But hey, shout out to Matt Quinn, special teams player of the week. American Athletic Conference. So shout out. He had a really good game. He seems comfortable. I really think that FAU game uh, winning field goal kind of uh, boosted his confidence. And that's, we've talked about this before, that's what kickers need. You know, you need that, uh, you need to just hit one and all of a sudden it's, you know, g- good from there. But, but yeah, that's what's going to, we're going to need to watch in this game. Can UAB hold North Texas to some field goal attempts that they're going to score touchdowns? I mean, I, I do think this is going to be a high scoring game, but. Can you, but not break, can you force a couple field goal attempts? And then conversely, can UAB put it in the red zone or put it in the end zone um, this Saturday?
1: Yeah, I want to add to that, John, is that uh, not only just forcing them into field goal opportunities, but forcing a couple of turnovers, that's going to be absolutely key. Again, duh, turn the opponent over. That's good uh, for your team. But uh, when you look at the trends here, um, UNT, North Texas, has not thrown an INT in their four wins. So they have 12 touchdowns and zero picks. In their losses, however, they've thrown eight interceptions. They still have a lot of uh, touchdowns, 18 touchdowns, but they've thrown eight INTs. And something else I found interesting is that UAB defensively, we've talked about it throughout the year, has forced 24 fumbles. They've recovered 11 of those. Uh, North Texas, on the other hand, has only forced eight fumbles, um, you know, on the year. So something I'm going to be curious to watch is, is UAB able to force, uh, and believe me, this quarterback has not thrown a ton of picks, but when he has, they've lost. So it's one of those things where can UAB defensively force UNT into a couple of turnovers and something I'm going to be curious of, uh, John, you asked a good question about Ricky Lee, uh in the press conference is you know how is he going to be able to continue his progression at the safety position we're talking about you know limiting the explosives by north texas we had uh last week against temple where trent talked about it outside of call it four plays several of which were explosives the uab defense played well well what we know is going to happen in this game is that there's going to be explosive opportunities by north texas and to john's point You're, they're going to get it. Uh, but can you limit them uh, enough to allow for your offense to have a good game as well and hopefully come out with a win?
2: So I think the key, when I agree. I think turnovers is important. But how do you get to those turnovers? I think it's on um, first downs. So what, what I think what we come back to is those tackle for losses or, you know, getting them on second and nine so first and second downs can we get them into third and long basically can we get them into a position to where they're predictable and i think now now we can sit the safeties back now we can have a linebacker spy to make sure rogers doesn't scramble and we can sit back and we can let the i think our defensive line can get after off their offensive line they still have to go out there and do it i've said that before sometimes they've got they've gotten it done sometimes they didn't they got it done against temple um, but I guess this team is, I think if they're able to stay on schedule and keep us off balance with that run pass option, it's hard to key in what they want to do. They do both well. So you need to take something away. I would say it's kind of what Navy did to us. Navy took us, took a tackle for losses and they made us predictable. I don't think Navy, I still don't think Navy is a good pass rushing team but they was able to rush the pass against us because we was in third and 15 so much. It was like, hey, let's just let me go do this rip-dip-under move. I know they're not running the ball here. And, bam, we were predictable. Make him hold the ball a little longer. Maybe we can get a strip sack fumble. Maybe we can force something. I love Ricky Lee back at safety. Ricky, Ricky Lee, you could see the the speed pop out on him. It's a difference with him at safety. And I think he covers a lot more ground because he's just, a little, he's just a different athlete back there. So um, hopefully that game worked wonders for him. And um, I'm pretty sure he's they're going to get tested this game. Our defensive backfield is going to get tested. What do we do on first down to help them out? Um, I think we can get some coverage sacks. We saw that against Temple. We got some coverage sacks too. So can we help them? If we're not winning those for early downs and we're getting into a lot of third and twos and stuff like that, it scares me.
0: And then, guys, let's flip it over to the uh, North Texas defense. And you know, statistically speaking, North Texas is one of the poorest uh, rush defenses in the in the conference. Um, and you know, Jimmy and I were talking, um, and Darren and I were talking earlier before we recorded. Like, you really, if they wanted to, this staff really could implement the Navy game plan with this. Saturday in North Texas, but I mean, well, you got to mix it up on first down, though. You can't be too predictable, you know, and just have that draw every first down. You, you've got to mix it up, um, but UAB can run the ball on this North Texas team, and uh, running the ball allows UAB's defense to get more rest. It keeps Rodgers and Macklin and Attaway and Aday and those explosive offensive players for North Texas to stay on the bench. Like, I really can see them doing a similar game plan that they had for Navy. Just ball control and try to, you know, just overpower you. Just show you, hey, we're going to run the ball. And I think last year, I and mean, I know this is a you know a different staff, but UAB ran the ball pretty well last year against North Texas, too. Um, so if, if the offensive line, if they can prove that they can push back this not very good defensive line, then I think UAB can have a good have a chance to come out with a W uh, this Saturday and then.
2: Yeah, and I was having an epiphany. Like, uh, I went to our we had a Super Bowl game right for, for our freshman kids, you know, seven U seven and under, and um, so this same team they blew us out before, but we switched up our play style. And instead of trying to run on the outside like they do all the time and they had better athletes we was like we're going to be just tougher than you are and we were just hitting them seven yards like this is something you don't see in in such a young young uh Wee football but it was working like they we were tougher and we were just exploding off the ball and we were knocking them out. i said man we can win this game now we end up losing by six but it was a close game and i'm like man i just learned something. Because we kind of did the same thing against Temple. We we switched up how we ran the ball. You know, when you think of UAB football, it's all the little speed sweeps. To, oh, you know, something to the outside. Let's outmaneuver somebody. But that game, we were running it up the middle, like tough yards. I'm like, I like this. It was simple blocking. The, the, the schemes weren't too much. It wasn't too many blown assignments. It was just like, hey, can you go win this block? All right, if you can, hey, B.B., can you put your head down? Score, can you put your head down? Let's get through this. And after a while, now you hit them with some of the cutie runs, and then we saw score dead leg. And and one thing I did see about North Texas, they're not the best tackling team. You can say the same thing about UAV. But I saw that on film with Tulsa, Tulsa was able to break a couple of tackles and get away from guys. And I'm, I really hope that we take that same tough mentality. I truly, truly believe this game is gonna be on the offensive and defensive lines. If you can come in, if you are tough, and you can knock them off the ball, you get five yards a pop. But the disheartening type of five yards. One, one game when I played, we played U-tilt. And um, I promise you, we ran the ball like 13, it was a drive, we ran the ball like 13, it was a 13 play drive. And we were just running it down the throw. and it was simple, coming at you. And they tried to run blitz. They tried everything. And we was like, oh, we knew as an offensive line. It was like, this game over with. It was like in the third quarter. We was like, this game over with. They can't stop us. And they know they can't stop us. So now now they are forced to pull extra resources down. And then we was just hitting them with the pass because it was so easy. to. It was so many lanes open with the pass. If you can win like that, you take a team's heart away. They're not good against the rush. You say the same thing about us. If they're not good against the rush, I think we have the toughness to knock them back. Will we do it? That's that's another thing. Again, we're on the road. Nothing is a guarantee. We haven't been good on the road when it comes to stuff like we say we need to do this, do this, and do this, and we don't do those things on the road. We haven't all year. I'm saying there's an opportunity. There's another opportunity here. That's why it's so important to win this game. Oh, it's just the fifth. Y'all will be five and seven. It's the last game. No, it's important to us. It's important to our staff and our culture what we want to do. So if we can win like that, I would be so happy. I don't care about the I, – I can almost forgive the Louisiana game if we can win that stuff. We can win a tough, knock them back, then play action, just to, just to take your wheel away game. Like, there's nothing you can do to stop us. I, I would be totally, totally happy with that.
1: Y'all, the – North Texas rushing defense statistics in their seven losses are jarring. So in those seven losses, opponents have rushed for over 2,000 yards for 5.86 yards a carry, scored 28 touchdowns, and opponents are averaging just over 49 rush attempts for 290 yards rushing on average in those games. I mean, you look at the box scores, whether it's Navy, SMU, like all these guys are rushing for like, <laughs> you got to hit them with the, plus.
0: hit them with the nail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: that's really nasty.
1: You, UAB has struggled to stop the run and you know, we, we can't talk much. Like we're not, we're not sitting here bragging. We're just calling it out. Right. We're just saying, Hey, this is what's happened. And their seven losses, uh, even in their four wins. I mean, the opponents are still averaging over 200 yards a game rushing against them. So uh, I agree with you, John. That's one of the notes I wrote down as well is that um, some of our listeners might want to throw up if they hear anything about a Navy game script. But if there were to be a game in which you want to go out there and out physical the opponent and you were to want to at the same time try to limit the other team from coming out, uh, you know, and in, 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 in the, in having their explosive offense be on the field, this would be that opportunity, right? So hopefully um, – That will be a part of the game script. I'm so happy, John, that you had mentioned about mixing things up a little bit on first down, not being so predictable. And and, and this will be an opportunity, right, to show that the staff grew from the Navy game, right? We're not saying don't ever have a game script in terms of going out there and trying to out physical the opponent, but there's some opportunities to do things a little bit differently. And hopefully we we see that. And last note on that whole situation is, is BB. Uh, in the Navy game, was really getting it going. And we saw him, you know, Darian mentioned some of his good play in the red zone against Temple. um I want Skull to get as many possible carries as possible in this game. I also want to see, like, if BB is a little bit more successful on first downs, I want to see BB in there as well and getting some good opportunities. I think a combination of BB and Skull can be extremely successful uh, against this North Texas uh, defense. <clears throat>
0: All right. Well said, Jimmy. I think it's time to get into official score predictions. And, Darian, I will throw it to you first.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough one, but we're on the road. Having one on the road, I want, I want y'all to – players, listen to me. I want y'all to make me eat my words here. I think this is one of the few times I'm going to go – I ever go against the grain, but I got North Texas 35 – UAB
0: thirty-one. Wow, I've got similar. I, I've unfortunately I've got North Texas winning this one as well, thirty-eight to
1: thirty-one. Jimmy,
0: save us, save us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> y'all picked the wrong savior, man. Y'all, y'all been listening to my picks all year. Y'all know it ain't me. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking about this. You know, I'm looking at the game on paper, right? You know, we are all three rooting for a big win in the season in Denton, Texas for uh, the UAB Blazers this week. But I used I talked about those statistics earlier about North Texas how they performed with Rodgers and how close those games have been. You know, I know that they are not good against the run at all. Uh, but for all the reasons that you guys have already said about our road performances and you know, hopefully the team's not too high after, you know, a senior day win. Um, you know, coming into Denton. But at the end of the day, uh, I actually do have North Texas winning
0: forty five to thirty
2: one. Man. <laughs> He didn't. Say, he didn't save us. He
0: piled on. Yeah, he went <laughs> piled on. It didn't because you. Yeah, you were. 38 then thirty-eight, thirty-one, and then 45-31. Hey, so I guess UAB is scoring thirty-one points. Uh, thirty-one, Saturday. yes. Hopefully, <laughs> North Texas will score
2: twenty-eight. <laughs> please, please, UAB. I hope the players. I hope the staff are hearing this. Drop fifty. Drop do 50. it. Man, yeah. Like and we, like, we just it. we just spoke. Like UAB can win. And yeah. And, and yeah if we run the ball we can limit their explosive ability mm-hmm. put put the navy game script like let's let's put it on the first play i will run is that play action pass that we ran to get uh terrell mcdonald just just yeah. to keep them off just to keep them off balance yes. that's the first play i run the first all right now y'all know to expect that now i'm gonna run the ball on y'all all game please let's just navy them i think we can
0: please definitely um and guys you know our listeners, you know, this is Thanksgiving week, so we are putting this uh, preview episode out really early. You know, normally we do, we do Wednesdays or Thursdays sometimes, but we're dropping this Monday afternoon. I know a lot of y'all are traveling for the holidays. Um, we, we wish you well and have safe travels. And, hey, we are so thankful for y'all, every single listener that we have, every single Patreon subscriber that we have. Um you guys and girls are what makes the blazer Victory podcast and blazer Victory brand successful. we We wouldn't have been able to get a sponsor this year. We wouldn't have even able been able to do a patreon if it weren't for our listen our wonderful listeners. So we are extremely thankful for all of you that listen to the pod. Darian, Jimmy, I'm extremely thankful not to get sappy or anything, but I am extremely thankful for, Both of you fellas for not only the work that we do on Blazer Victory, but the friendships, you know, that we've strengthened and developed over the, you know, the past year or two. Um, So I'm thankful for y'all. But I do have one question before we uh, close out. Darren, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side?
2: The side? Side, yeah. Oh, can I like combine two? Because I eat them together. You get two.
0: You get to, yeah. If you mix them in, yeah,
2: yeah, cause I, you know, I love the, I love the mixing the macaroni and the yams, bro. Like you got to have them touching. You got to do it. You got to do it together. Yeah. It's so you, good. I promise.
0: Hey, you got to do yams right though. I've had some bad yams before. <laughs>
2: you got to make is, them right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Elizabeth, Elizabeth <laughs> he's not talking about you. Know
0: that? Oh no, no, no. She, yeah, no, she don't make yams, but yeah, she makes some darn good mac and cheese so
1: yeah.
0: um but jimmy jimmy what's a what's a favorite uh thanksgiving side
1: hey i was just telling big jim yesterday i missed when he used to make dressing so if you're if you're listening to the pod big jim you got to get that recipe back out i know you said you're too old to make it but just do it man <laughs> bring it out the on jim, thursday cranberry, <laughs> the
2: cranberry you like cranberry sauce
1: with yours man yes i'll take it it doesn't matter canned cranberry sauce
0: Canned cranberry sauce. I want the fake crap. I don't want no homemade, like what what Trent was going on. He said he likes both, but I was saying at the pressure, I want that fake jelly, shake it, shake it, shake it kind of uh, cranberry it sauce. Did. If you hey. if
2: you leave it out, if you leave it out too long, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah.
1: And to get some to get some brownie points, just anything that Natalie makes. And anything oh, that she's gonna make is gonna or be it. just ah. mm. Chibi, don't
2: get... don't, don't <laughs> use this for brownie. Mute yourself. You're trying to get brownie points. Right <laughs> I'm hey. just
0: surprised he didn't say a protein check, Darren, because you know Mr. What? Mr. Dude. Jimmy is Mr. Fitness Dude. right there.
2: He's gonna run like seven miles after you <laughs> Hey
1: Thanksgiving, you gotta run. You gotta run before and you gotta run after. That's the champion. Oh. If you could run with a full Thanksgiving stomach, that's what's up. The
2: only thing I'm gonna be, I don't think I'm gonna do is run some more alcohol down my mouth. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Drink some of that kahaba beer, right? Hey, exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> nice plug, right there. John, what's your favorite side?
0: uh i was gonna say well dressing and mac and cheese yeah i mean um to me to me dressing is really not a side though because that's like my main thing like i don't really care about the ham or turkey like i want a big old plate of dressing uh, with some fake cranberry sauce and a big pile of mac and cheese yeah all that
1: um and it'll be a good day so exactly. heck yeah oh man well jimmy go ahead and send us out hey blazer nation you are having an awesome holiday week Let's win both some football and some basketball games this week. Blazer Nation, just blaze.